I want to invite you all to please rise and let us sing together, O Come, O Come, all, Come All Ye Faithful, excuse me, on page number three of your worship guide. Let's sing stanzas one, two, and three as we begin. Please be seated, everyone. Good evening. Grace and peace to you on this Christmas Eve. It is a joy to welcome each and all who have come this night to celebrate the birth of Christ. I'm Jim Hoffman. I'm pastor here at St. John's. It's my privilege to welcome all of you. Also on behalf of Denny Oates, who's assisting this evening, Dale Morehouse, our accompanist, and of course our choir, we want to welcome all of you to this very special night. I hope all of you, as you came in, received, first of all, a worship guide, and second, were able to acquire a candle. If you didn't get a candle, you might want to sneak out sometime and grab one of those, or we can have some ushers bring you one. And if you've got children as well that didn't get a small glow stick, we have those for them as well. As we come to this time, we're going to gather together, and we're going to celebrate Christ, and that's our time as 
as a community of faith to worship and celebrate. And so we encourage all of you to do so. The worship guide contains everything for our service this evening. Simply follow along. Everything is printed in here for you. It will make it hopefully easy for you to worship and participate with us. A couple of quick notes this evening. One of the things that we do on Christmas is, is we collect a Christmas offering. Many of us come and we desire to give a special gift to Christ on this Christmas Eve. Uh, This year we have designated our Christmas offering to go to Baby Grace, which is one of the ministries that we support. It supports under-resourced small children in the Kansas City community, provides diapers for them as the main item that we are enabling them in giving and receiving, but it also helps us give them small items of clothing and different articles that we can recycle and reuse and give to them. If you would please generously give to that, we would certainly appreciate that. You'll also find a Christmas offering envelope in the pews if you would like to use one of those to designate it as you put that in the offering plate later on. For those of that are our regular attenders and members, I offer to you the opportunity to join Margaret and me this Christmas and giving our commitment this uh, Christmas Eve as well. And so for those of you who maybe have forgotten your Christmas uh, commitment cards and want to give those, you can find those in your pews as well. I'm going to ask you once again, as you are able to stand, let us sing together now, lift up your heads, ye mighty gates. It is printed on page number four. Let us sing together stanzas one and three. Would you please rise as you are able? You may be seated, everyone. We come now to this moment where we celebrate the lighting of the Christ candle.
David, is it time for God's people to reawaken their longings? Tonight we long to worship the newborn king. Tonight we long to hear the good news proclaimed by the angels. Tonight we long to receive the promise foretold. Tonight we light all the candles. The first candle ignites the thrill of hope in the hearts of weary people. The second candle shines peace that surpasses understanding into a conflicted and confused world. The third candle expresses the joy of fulfilled promises and the anticipation of those yet to come. The fourth candle shines with grace and new life in God's unconditional life. Tonight, we light the Christ candle in celebration of our Messiah's birth. As God's promises continue to shine, we echo the words shared through the ages. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Gracious God, in the wonder of this night, we hear the Christmas proclamation, the cry of come, O come. Emmanuel has become joy to the world, like the shepherds on that starry night, when in a moment of majestic humility, may we now come to worship Christ the newborn king. Amen.
A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Let us sing together, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus.
In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Rejoice, favored woman, the Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be, since I have not been intimate with a man? The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all of this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. When Joseph got up from sleeping, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. Now in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David, to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him snugly in cloth and laid him in a feeding trough, because there was no room for them in the inn. And Joseph named him Jesus. Now let's join in our hymn, Away in a Manger.
the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today a Savior, who is Messiah the Lord, was born for you in the city of David. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in cloth and lying in a feeding trough. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the feeding trough. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring all of these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as they had been told. Let us sing together, Angels from the Realms of Glory, stanzas one and two. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, wise men from the east arrived unexpectedly in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was deeply disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. So he assembled all the chief priests and scribes of the people and asked them where the Messiah would be born. In Bethlehem of Judea, they told him, because this is what was written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, because out of you will come a leader who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, report back to me so that I can go and worship him. After hearing the king, they went on their way. And there it was, the star they had seen in the east. 
It led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed beyond measure. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. And now our hymn stands as one and five of We Three Kings. Didn't the kids do a wonderful job? All right, kids. Quick question for you. How many of you are afraid of the dark? Well, I guess I'm the only one besides maybe four or five of you. I'm a very light sleeper, which means occasionally things go bump in the night. And I don't know about you. But my heart starts to race a little bit because I can't see what's going on around me, right? And I have no idea what has made that noise. But what can I do? Grant, go ahead. What can I do? Well, I could do that. That's right. How about turn on the lights, right? And what happens when you turn on the light? You can see everything around you, right? And that means, therefore, that the darkness no longer hides any of the noises because the light lets you see everything that's going on around you. And that's what Christmas is all about. It is about the light of God that comes into our lives that allows us to see everything that's going on that God has designed 